0: Welcome to Tech on Toast. The Tech on Toast podcast is powered by Rem's Hospitality, using market data to grow your revenue. To find out more about Tech on Toast, head over to our website techontoast.community where you can listen to all of our podcasts, read all of our blogs, and search for the latest hospitality tech in our marketplace. Enjoy the show. Welcome to this week's Tech on Toast podcast. You can find us on techontoast.community, where you can find our weekly newsletter and all about our community branches. Uh, this week, we have the lovely Roxolana. Uh, Roxolana, I'm going to attempt your surname now, so you can tell me if it's wrong or not. So it's uh, Mechilouk? Well done.
1: Well, well done.
0: done. Okay, and we'll leave it at that. Uh, Roxolana, tell us a little bit about you. Uh, where do you work? What do you do?
1: Hi, Chris. So my name is Ursulana and I worked in hospitality for the past 12 years. I started off in Ukraine, running a number of hospitality projects, hotels, Kikkarat and Complex, catering for brands like Toyota opening shows and some other private shows, awesome. Um, so I could, let's say around five startups already. Uh, but then, five, about five years ago, I've been invited to come to London and join a small fine dining chain, um, uh, guided by Markets Group, and um, so to improve their database and um, provide the logistical systems for their for their for their chain. My previous employer was then subcontracted by other businesses and Miss Millis uh, to help them to sort their digital infrastructure. Following their very successful project, I was approached by Miss Millie's to join them on a full-time basis. We created a new job description, basically. That's yeah. how I was hired. <laughs> yeah, we created a new job description to fit the needs of the company, which was a fast-growing QSR business that sells awesome chicken. Hopefully, you'll try it on our
0: next <laughs> I have tried it. I've tried it. I've tried it in there, in my – because they were born out of the Southwest, right, Miss Millie's?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's where I'm based. So, yes, we, we are Miss Millie's fan in my family. So we know that we know them well.
1: So we're going to open the next one in uh, Walthamstow. Oh, ah, OK. Yeah. So fingers crossed. And you're kindly invited.
0: Yes, I'll be there. And and, and, and your, your title is Digital Operations Manager. Is that right?
1: I am a Digital Operations Specialist in Miss Middies. Mids- Mids- so what is it about my role? Uh, The best thing about it, I don't feel like I'm working, being honest with you. Or just don't say that to my employer, Carla. You are listening to (laughs) this. Yeah, don't worry,
0: he he won't hear this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I do this role from 95. I don't do this role actually. nine to five and commute and don't commute for two hours as I previously did. I work from home mostly and attend meetings, trainings, new store openings when it's needed. Basically it feels like it's a new era in uh, employee and employer relationship has arrived that enhances a work life balance, you know? Yeah. So it depends, obviously um, it depends on the employer and employee, what fits the best. And that's how we found each other being honest with you because I like working. I'm a bit of a multitasking ninja, being honest with you. And I I, I love what I'm doing. And I'm very into techie and I'm very into um, a digital world, you know, and integrations and collaborations and all of that. So, and Miss Millis was short of that skill. However, they're really powerful in other bits and bobs like operations and details and finance and all of that bureaucracy that I I have no clue about, you know. So it's kind of like a perfect match because it's quite diverse community we have in Miss Millis, you know. Yeah. yeah. But it's just full of new knowledge, full of new new energy. Yeah. Energy. That's well.
0: And it's interesting, isn't it? Because back in the 90s, I was saying this some the other day, the social media manager was the new title, right? That was like the yeah. new if you Want to run social media, Facebook. That's going to be amazing. And then now I think you're seeing you know, people like you um, in the business, digital transformation, digital operations. Uh, it's, it's really different. Has it been at the forefront of your career all the time? Is it something you've just had an interest in or how have you ended up in? I know you give us a bit of a background on your career then, but what, what is it that you love about tech?
1: So... Basically, getting back to the primary reason I joined Miss Millis, well, not on a full-time basis. I work also uh, to improve their uh, IT-based solutions and productivity. So my job title is a Digital Operations Manager. However, sometimes when I'm taking a very, um, let's say, major steps like changing the supplier or switching to another payment gateway yeah. i'm just switching my manager role to a director and i'm and i'm kindly offered to do that because um when i do my research and that's the most important thing when you introduce a new product to your company you have to do a proper research you know to make sure that that's a perfect fit for your company to do the testing to do the implementation base and only then start introducing that within your brand's uh, need so yes, in answer to your question, yes, I have always been interested in the digital world and what IT can do for us. So in some respects, my work is my hobby, and I'm interested in the latest technology to use the integrations, branding, data structure, operations, customer journey is my is my biggest thing, and communications in the hospitality because. Uh, I don't really separate customers from employees. I want yeah. all of them a simple life, you know, enjoying the work, the vibe you have at your workplace, place, enjoying what you're doing. That's why we don't really have that um, problem with the stuff. Yeah. Some of our managers are there for about 30 years already. Wow. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's It's different.
0: And that's really interesting what you said about having um, the employee life and you treat the customer and employee life the same. And it's the same in digital, right? All these guys on their day off use Spotify, use Apple, iTunes, whatever. They're paying contactless now. They're, you know, my mum and dad can use Amazon. Uh, You know, all this stuff has sped up over the last 18 months. Do you find that's where you're taking a lot of your lead from innovation? So what the staff want, what what they want in their day-to-day lives are actually exactly the same as what the customer wants?
1: So... Being honest with you, I have three stages, three different routines in my work uh, besides my actual day-to-day duties, right? So in my research, I do the separate research for stuff. I can just, sometimes I do try to imagine how is it to work behind the cash register and I can stand next to the manager and just experience what they do and how can I improve that journey sometimes it's basically even changing the whole menu not in terms of what we sell but in terms of how it how it shows on a post system digital uh, menu boards or somewhere else just to make sure that what what I will implement it will it will be a massive improvement, you know, for them, make their life easier. The next biggest project, actually, I think it's a bit of a secret, but I will share it. (laughs) I'm working on a Miss Millis Academy. So it's a digital platform for our staff to be able to improve their knowledge, to be able to find the tips and bits for their everyday duties. You know, sometimes when you have a new manager, especially franchisees, they are struggling to find the particular information. So it'd be easier for them to kind of click to have find to find the particular information, to find the answers to their questions and get back to work without calling or texting to somebody and uh, struggling what they have to do or how to close the shift, or I don't know, just basic everyday basics.
0: Yeah, that's, I mean, that, and that alone, I think you just said they're making their lives easier. I think that's the key, isn't it, with tech? And I know on our little page on LinkedIn, we've been talking about tech on tech on toast, talking about anything that a tech supplier can do to make, to simplify or automate something that we do in operations that is maybe tricky or long winded or hasn't been touched for a while is absolutely key, right? Um, I think operators are buying tech to solve problems and potentially end up with more problems because they haven't shaped it properly around their existing operations or they haven't landed it properly. How do you go about, I mean, you talked about a little bit there, going around making sure that when you do purchase a new piece of tech or when you do implement something, that it actually does what it says on the tin?
1: Right, that's a good one. Many of us are driven by the latest technology, getting sometimes lost in between the products, suppliers, hiring new employees or companies to to get that delivered. However, it's very important to understand the first few bits, where the brand is heading towards to, what is brand's mission and who is the customer. So what are you trying to reach out to? What's your aim? And only then start doing your research. To source and land the project successfully in time, for me, is key. And having extensive experience in hospitality that allows me to not just find a great tech product, but shape it, adopt it, test it, and only then implement it within our brand. So sometimes it can take weeks. Sometimes it can take months for... Let's compare. So, for example, our app, it took us about two, three months to understand that that's a perfect supplier for us. And we had to switch from one app to another one just because we found that that is a particular match. You know, like it's a perfect match. Yes. So and another bit is a kiosk, self-checkout kiosk that I'm working on at the moment. Boy, it takes some time. It's already been like six months or something. Yeah, but we are getting there. We are getting there.
0: And how, so, how are you testing that just for any other operators lifting, listening who might not have a digital rock planner in their team? Um, how, how are you testing the kiosks? Are you literally bringing them in and test them in single sites or are you doing it a bit of online stuff? How, how do you find uh, the right now
1: Right. It's a good question. So first of all, I'm having a, at least 20 options. And wow. I'm having a list of questions when I'm asking my suppliers, what they can, what they cannot. Uh, I know in my menu, let's say Miss Millis menu, uh, it is a bit of a sophisticated menu, being honest with you, because we have sizes, we have modifiers, we have child yeah. modifiers, we have all of that. So half of the suppliers just literally drop it, <laughs> get out of the chat because they can't deliver that. Uh, most of them are... Interested in a very um, simple, yeah. a simple integration like uh, simple order injection integration? Where we need the proper integration where it goes two ways. So we would like to see and notify our staff when, when, for example, customer cancelling its order on the app, has the transactions la- transaction landed successfully? You know, because sometimes when you have a simple integration, you can lose some money in it. So. Yeah. The order can uh, can arrive to the tail. However, if the payment wasn't successful,ly sometimes the order still arrives to the tail. So we are trying to avoid that. And um, yeah, it's all about chatting through with the supplier at the beginning. Then let's say having two, three projects which you are thinking that might be a successful project, and then start testing on their demo stand or on their on our demo stand as well. And only after that that we are tried. Uh, to implement our menu, our routine in there, we can start making choices. So we do have, in answer to your questions, we do have a demo stand in, within the Miss Millis brand. And yes, we do our testing in there. And yes, our suppliers have to go through that, <laughs> let's say giving an access for a month for us to, to try that product before we start. Um,
0: because I presume you guys then roll it out to your franchisees if if, if your tech sits yeah, so you then roll it out. And, and how much do you think? So if I if I am running my own chicken brand and I haven't and I haven't got a digital operations man, how much do you think? I mean, I know you can't put a number on it, but I presume you're saving quite a lot of money and time for the guys that run Miss Millie's. Because imagine just a founder needing a kiosk or thinking they need a kiosk and then just putting it in because they think they need one, and then having I mean, I can't imagine the car crash that may then follow. But yeah, do you think how, how much do you think you're saving them in terms of time?
1: In terms of time, quite substantially, because basically, uh, none of, nobody else is really bothered to do anything like that, and, um, For example, uh, we had already a um, relationship with our previous app supplier who was a great supplier. It's just not a perfect match for us. And knowing our logistics, knowing our loyalty, knowing our voucher system and all these bits and bobs, they just didn't fit. They couldn't accommodate all of that. And we had to switch to another supplier, which can be damaging to the brand, because if you're changing your apps um, if you're changing your routine, if you're changing your suppliers, it can be really damaging. So yeah. that's that's a very important to, to make sure that at least 900% you're sure you're going with, with that particular brand or with that particular piece of kit. So yes, it's saving money, but it also gives you a bit of a challenge, you know? Sometimes yeah. I'm offering too much for a brand yeah. and my directors are saying, oh, are you sure we need this?" <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think ops directors all over the country spend their lives trying to convince founders and board members, "Yes, we do need this." And cuz that cuz I think generally people are afraid of tech, right? And um, I know I know that's a bit of a weird statement to make. Uh but I think still in hospitality there is some fear around what will it cost? Can people steal from me? Will it, you know, will it end up costing me more money than it's worth so i still think there's a fear out there do you do see a bit of that in your company when you're when you're trying to put something new in
1: do you know yes at the beginning it was a massive fear it was a bit of a like oh no 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 i'm not sure we're gonna go for this but after i landed the the successful project with our app and that integration was such a sophisticated product and that brand wasn't even wasn't even um introduced into in the uk you know so wow. i brought it out from the from the us and uh everyone was there, so i don't know scratching heads and thinking oh Jesus, they haven't got any payment integration they haven't got this and that and it's just it's just a failure and I said no, no just trust me just just give me just give me a month and oh my god we have like around four thousand 4, thousand users and wow, our, our app is live live for about three months so Answering to do, my directors trust me with with what I'm bringing. Yes, now they do. And when I'm saying that, look, just trust me. Just just let's have a let's have a go. You know, before introducing you to all of the brands and franchises, let's have a go on our company store. We are we are blessed. We have our company stores that we can have a soft launch before yeah. introducing franchises, which helps a lot. You know, so yeah. That's that's how it works.
0: That's key, isn't it? I think having that test bed or having something to really you know, make mistakes and let things fail and let things work is a great area. Right. I presume you yes. learn a lot from that process.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a constant learning. The new, the new products are coming up. The new suppliers are coming up. Massive new organization are taking over the startups and creating like, oh, just look at in Instagram. Like yeah. years ago, it was just, what, what was that? No one understood what was that. Now this platform, like taking over from all other the platforms, even Facebook. Yeah. So yeah, that's how it works, I believe. And that's the future. We don't need to run after every single product. We just need to understand what's your perfect fit within your organization.
0: I love that. And that leads me perfectly Roxlana, onto a digital transformation. Now I've seen this a lot. It seems to be creeping into LinkedIn and all my little areas. Quite a lot of people mention this. It's kind of a buzzword, but I don't think it is. I think that operators need to update their overall strategy now to marry up with what they've got to make a successful hospitality business. And obviously COVID has brought on. Lots of tech and I think lots of opportunity. People have realized that their business can be omni-channel and go across uh, different spectrums. Um, how do you go about doing that? I know you've talked about it a bit, but is there a, is there a strategy from the top, a digital strategy now? Or is that what you're managing for them?
1: There is a, there is a strategy that we are creating, changing, breaking, tweaking every day on a daily basis, seriously. So yes, in answer, yes, we do have a strategy. But is it a consistent or is it a constant strategy? No, it's not. It's always changing. So we approach that by doing constant research for the particular product fit, as I said, that that's what we are after. And then doing through the longest phase of product adaptation where we tweak the product, try to break the product, because there are a lot of... Um, I love that. That's developers. great a lot of hackers running around there. Yeah, so we try yeah. to be smart pants, you know, and just break the product, see how it responds, how, how quickly we can respond to that. Because when app goes down and you have, let's say 30 or 40,000 customers, that's what we are aiming to how, What to do that. You know, Yeah, I am just saying. Oh, I'm sorry. We've been down. <laughs> you need to apologize mm-hmm. for the customer. You need to bring it like a little, little, um, extra you know or actually the perfect thing is to avoid those breakdowns so yeah before launching the product we are breaking it for for i I love
0: i think that's brilliant because again i just don't i know because i've bought tech in the past in an operations role and i definitely didn't try and break it i was just like god i need it in now i need to get this problem that i've got fixed and yeah, testing is. I think it's the key thing that I, I think that operations miss most. I think it's the one thing, and I'm sure everyone who's going to listen to this is going to go out and say, "I want a Roxulana," uh, because I think it's. I think for what we're doing now in the industry, it's a key role, right? What you're doing is massive because you're not just buying tech, you're not just installing tech, you're actually making sure it matches what Miss Millies are trying to do uh, from front to back, and testing for scenarios where it might not go not go well or go wrong.
1: Is absolutely. I think the digital operations manager would be linked in the future. But that's my feeling, right? That's how, but I have. A, I always have a sneaky feeling. So you can trust me. <laughs> so my sneaky feeling, number two, is that future operations director is the next digital operations director.
0: For sure. I th- I mean, I think it's do you think you'd have both or do you think there'd be one?
1: It would be one who will have a good agenda in both.
0: A skill set of, a skill set of doing but I think it's absolutely key. I think if you don't understand the digital side or don't have a you know understand being you know a good broad understanding of how it all works and what and what it does for you and what it can do in terms of volume and in terms of loss, I think I think you're probably you know you're falling behind in the race. So here's here's a question for you. Um, what problem are we not solving in tech right now in our industry? Can you think of anything that we're we're not solving?
1: Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely i have a list of them so okay far away the most important and i think the the biggest um, problem that tech would never solve is the customer service that's a that's their it's a magic you know it's a magic of how human interact to each other how do they treat the words how do they understand how do they respond because technology would never respond in their particular mood right yeah understand what that customer mean in terms of how did he feel in that time what is after what shall i do to make sure that he's happy even that i mean we all do mistakes and customer success and customer service is the top skill that can't be replaced by technology so yeah That's why we We don't use use chatbots. We have little humans who are responding to every single single text in Instagram, in Facebook, in LinkedIn and all sorts of different social media, including emails. So we don't automate them unless...
0: Sorry, I was just going to say. I think you know, you think of your best times in a restaurant or in a bar or a nightclub or wherever you've been. It's normally to do with a human, right? An interaction. That you've had with, yeah. So it, I think it is a very hard thing to replace. Although I think people are trying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but I'm not sure they're succeeding. You must have been on the end of a bot at some point because I have been, uh, and it's it's a bit frustrating sometimes. So yeah, that's a that's a really good point. Sorry, I interrupted you. We're going to say something else.
1: Oh no no no! That that's that was the key. And uh, obviously, when you come to the store sometimes, or the restaurant, because because you know the moment I'm working in the QSR, which is a quick service restaurant, so obviously um, you have to order your food and then you can collect it and then you have ha- uh, then you can have it in store or take mm-hmm. it away. But previously, I, I used to work in fine dining, so they and we tried some robots to replace the actual waiters. Wow! So how it would work? Actually, it's fine. However, if you now ask your question, why do I pay this 12 and a half percent extra for service you will feel it dramatically when you've been served by a robot or when you've been served by a waiter or a manager for that matter or anybody else in the, in the store so we should try to respect our workers you know a bit more and treat them a little bit more <laughs> so because they would never be replaced by technology I, I just don't believe it. it's not going to happen.
0: And I think that's, isn't it, that's the one thing from last year or from the last two years that people have become the forefront. I've noticed recently on LinkedIn, I was saying to my business partner, a lot of videos from brands are just about their team, you know, a lot of videos about this is my team, meet my team, which I think is great. Uh, And I think that um, celebrate your team constantly. But, um, yeah, it's really interesting to see. That's the one theme that's come out of the pandemic that I think we really need to address. And you're right, I I don't think tech will take us all the way there, but I'm sure there's some assistance in terms of learning and um streamlining onboarding and all that kind of stuff which i'm sure i'll we'll do on, a, on other episodes uh, that could help so um tell me in your role i'm yeah. sure everybody asks Roxana, can you fix this can you fix that we need this we need that what is the most common request you're getting from um either above you or below you in the in the company
1: <laughs> i love to work with our store managers because i receive like 40 <laughs> or 50 messages per day just <laughs> Messages which is very urgent and needs to be done right now because the software doesn't work. And usually it's either unplugged software <laughs> or, <laughs> or something that actually doesn't communicate to each other, you know, and they think they should communicate. Yeah. And um, yeah, so my favorite is look, this doesn't work. <laughs> and, I, and I and I I just love it. I don't respond with like, oh, have you checked it or something? I'm just I'm just trying to kind of become a bit more philosophical and and, and to, to convert this into a an interesting conversation say why do you think it
0: doesn't work
1: and how does it make you feel <laughs>
0: and all of that. yeah that's true you know and, and I remember it being an ops and you know working with lots of different people over the years that um, it's weird because they come into shift they expect everything to be working yeah. all the time right and that's their – you know because they've got to serve the customer they don't care what's happened in the background they just want to work and I think it is interesting and I think I think it was always the missing piece and when I was at Carluccio's we had the IT team and I used to ring them every day about the tills. I mean constantly saying this doesn't work this button's not working we need a new button we need this we need that I used to drive them insane so I think it is it is great that uh, they've got somewhere they can go to Um, but I think it's also interesting that their understanding of what you're doing as well is, is key right that they know what you've implemented and what's going to be happening at Miss Millie's. Now, how do you communicate with them? Are you, are you doing it as you, you go to store and you visit them, it to team meetings?
1: So um, the most important is how do you start this relationship? Because yeah. um, otherwise you can end up either being overwhelmed with the messages. And at the moment we have 11 stores, but you have 40 messages per day for, uh, like just, just because they need either consultants or help or check yeah. that product or till or something like that. So um, the first important thing is training. And um, we have an amazing training created by Martin Clark, which is our operations director. I introduced this. It's, it's a three weeks of training. It's like a proper school, you know, when yep. you, you take into to our, our company store and initiate. And you've been trained there and also um, going through the every single step of what, how, how the business works. that You've been trained to do every single bit. And yeah, and then I'm taking over. So I'm coming to their new store and we are trying to do pre-soft opening trainings, customer success, tech. We are, um, yeah, t- kind of, gosh, how to say it right? Anyway, so it's pre-software, a pre-soft opening training, right, for about a week, and then on a soft opening, I'm with them, going through every single step as well, going their routine. We have checklists, we have all that in place. However, more you give, less you can, less you're gonna be asked for. Yeah. So. That's what we're trying to do. And sometimes sometimes our franchisees, because usually they, they, they previously had some other franchise businesses as well, and they come in and saying, oh, gosh, we've never seen such a such an academy in place. It's literally like you're getting a master degree in here. And it is like that, but it's fun. It's fun because more you know what you do, more successful you can be.
0: For sure. Uh, knowledge is power, as they say. Yeah. So, you know, know knowing all those facts and figures before you go into your job are, are absolutely key. And and before we finish, what um what do you think is going to happen in the future? I mean, tech is already exploding, and I don't, I don't think there's ever been uh, so many different options. Actually, I mean, pay at table, for instance, some five, six, seven guys I know very well who all do, who all run really good uh, companies offering a similar service. So it, it is all over the place. What, what do you think about the next big development in tech? The next big
1: development, oh, definitely about the delivery. Delivery. Is, a big delivery is a big business and it's it's just taken off. So, if you're thinking about launching a startup, think about that area. Yeah. <laughs> anything would help. Not seriously, anything would help. Drivers, or I don't know, um, mapping, or some other bits and bobs, everything to do with delivery would just. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's weird because you, you think about it, it's been around for you already think it feel like it's been around a long time, but the reality is it's probably five years, probably I think probably I think
1: that. Yeah, yeah, about that time, mm-hmm. but more. Really but now it's taking more and more, and pandemic actually had a massive impact on
0: that. Yeah, yeah, no, it grew exponentially, and I think it's just going to continue evolving. I think we posted this week about a drone. Just Eat did their first drone delivery um, in uh, in London, and uh, or maybe sorry, no, in Amsterdam. And um, it's, it's, that's, a, that's bizarre. Like I find that like out my mind, but it's this last mile delivery they're looking at, which is really interesting. So anyway, I could talk all day about tech because I'm a massive geek, but we can't. You have a job to do, as you quite clearly pointed out. Uh, so Roxana, thank you very much for taking part today. If people want to get in touch with you and say hello, uh, how do they find you?
1: LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my space. I do LinkedIn for my company and for myself. So if you find some grammar errors, don't blame our staff agent. It's me. LinkedIn is my space.
0: (laughs) (laughs) LinkedIn is where you live. Me too, actually. It's quite sad. Yes, me too. I'll join you there shortly. All right, well, well, that that was Roxana. That was Tech on Toast podcast. Thanks very much, Roxana. Thank you for coming along.
1: Thank you. Thank you all. Have a great day.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. thanks for listening make sure you tune in next week to find out who we've got coming up or you can go and check out techontoast.community to find out more about what we're up to have a great week